Hello and welcome to episode 5 of a consultant's perspective. In today's episode we are going to be talking about pitching and getting your innovative ideas approved by management, your clients and even your peers. Before we begin I just wanted to address a thought that I had recently. Uh it's for people who are looking for jobs or maybe students or people who are between jobs. I know looking for jobs is difficult and you're constantly applying and trying to stand out. I was in that situation not too long ago. So just a quick tip for that would be to like start a podcast like this or start start a blog or just start writing articles on LinkedIn or basically anywhere that you can put your unique opinion forward. What this would do is separate you out from the crowd and also give you that extra bit of USP needed uh, where it's not just your resume or cover letter but all your thoughts and ideas are out there on a platform for people to review so that was just a quick tip uh, that i thought of it's completely unrelated to the topic but i thought it would be helpful for some people out there so back to the topic at hand pitching and getting innovative ideas approved now this is going to be helpful for someone who is trying to bring about innovation in their own company and need to pitch a new idea to their management get it approved and get it going maybe you are a consultant that has a new idea for your client's success or maybe you're just a team member who's trying to change things within a team and you want to share your ideas with your peers this is by no means a sales podcast uh, we would be taking some principles from sales and applying it to uh, the concept of pitching innovative ideas but uh, all the sales people can uh, fetch some pointers from this podcast but it's by no means intended to teach sales or enhance anyone's selling capabilities to a new prospect All right with that out of the way let's focus on the first point about pitching ideas. So the first thing you need to do is research. Uh, when you've come up with a great idea which you think can be useful to the company or to your team, you need to research about the value that it brings to the people that you're pitching it to. So let's just assume it's either the management or the client in this case. You want to basically research the current pain points of the people who are going to be at the receiving end of your presentation. uh you want to make sure that all the all the ROIs from this innovation tie back to uh most if not all of the pain points that the current team is facing i mean when it comes to ROI this also has to be a cost effective solution so you have to be careful about what kind of projects have been done in the past to bring value so some research on that as well um you are very unlikely to get an approval for the costliest project that that the company has ever done so far so you want to be sure of what kind of appetite does the internal management team have to to execute something like this so you want to be careful of that you want to make all of that a play when it comes to the presentation the cost the roi and the pain points that it tackles so this takes a lot of research you maybe have to go around asking other people your managers like your direct managers uh, questions like what were the biggest projects done by our team and what kind of problems are you looking to solve for this management team and so on and so forth so that's the first bit uh, which is essentially research sounds simple enough but this research is important for you to hit all the pain points and the key elements that make a difference to the receivers of your presentation next up is use cases uh, i'm pretty sure if you've thought of a solution it's at least if not similar to at least related to some other solutions that already exist and these solutions should have been executed in your industry or the industry that you're trying to solve the problem in so you what you want to do is find these use cases as samples 
and convert these long long-ended use cases into like a, a single slide or a single visual to prove how how an idea similar to yours has helped other companies what kind of roi that has brought to companies what kind of problems it has solved uh, it ties back to research but these use cases are more showing the value prop of what you're trying to do and how other competitors or other giants in the industry have have leveraged something similar or something just like this to succeed and to to solve some business problems out there doing this would not just grab more interest from the listeners but also give you an upper hand when it comes to the proof of ROI um it basically says that whatever you're saying is not just theoretical but it there's also practical applications or something similar done before which has worked also keep a use case that you know has failed for some companies in your back pocket because not everything is perfect and like your research going back to research again over here uh, your res- it shows that your research is thorough because you've not just found all the goodness and all the rainbows around your solution but you've also looked at why things have failed and how things have failed so think about all the use cases that have failed and why do you think they failed and how can you prevent from such a failure happening at the organization you're pitching the idea for next is something that i call the litmus test uh, this is basically giving the management or again the receivers of the message a taste of what your solution is so you can always prepare a very high level demo maybe it's just a mocked up solution or maybe it's just you walking them through some visuals of what the solution would look like but this sort of a demo would show them the art of possible and sometimes it's not easy for people who are just stepping into understanding what your innovative idea is to visualize the way that you are visualizing it so if you can translate it into a demo or a visual that clearly describes what you're going after it's going to help you a lot so this art of possible uh, concept is essentially very crucial to get people excited about this and obviously there is a lot of attention given to the actual ROI but uh, a bit of excitement and a bit of sizzle is always important another aspect that is typically overlooked about pitching ideas is honesty you want to be honest about the end goal of your ideas uh, i understand that this idea is your brain's child and you want the best for it and you want it to be approved and all of that but it cannot be done by dishonesty and like set overselling it because that would probably end up being the last idea that gets approved for you at that organization so you want to play the longer game and like you know take st- take small steps so these small steps include getting the honest idea and the honest outcome of your idea approved and then go along with more innovation as you go it doesn't have to be a one take innovation plan that that solves all the problems that your business has as long as it tackles one or two main key points and some quick wins here and there you should be good enough to go and make a good case for yourself and as you go along as this gets done or is is in the middle of executing you can think of more innovative ideas and pitch that so that builds a better relationship with the management or the client instead of like you know trying to boil the ocean all at once in other words honesty is going to help you build a better innovative relation between you and the management or a client or even your internal team a question that i've tackled before about honesty and roi is that if you're not sure about the the roi 100% what do you do do you oversell or you undersell 
in in short the answer to that is underselling is always better because in the, that case you would be under promising and over delivering at the end of the day which is way better than over promising and under delivering when it comes to solutions another aspect of honesty is your intention for doing this um so in a case where you are doing it for a promotion it is absolutely all right and actually necessary to say i am doing this because i want to climb the next step in my career path at this company if you are doing it only because you truly truly believe in the solution and you just want to test it out and it's this is like a like a test of your own abilities and and your own ideas uh, just say that in all honesty because that is going to take you a long way uh because there will be no hidden ulterior motive behind doing this so it will be an open conversation which is always good uh for example in the case of wanting a promotion you might just get it if you execute it well so being honest is always better than not the next step is to decide if your pitching proposition is based on fear or hope this is sort of like a sort of a spin off on the fear versus hope selling and that is used mainly by sales folks out there but uh, for pitching i i just have my own spin on fear versus hope so let's look at what i mean by by the two fear pitching essentially solves a problem that is currently endangering the company or a piece of it and hope pitching encompasses showing the art of possible and enhancing the business to improve business processes now sales folks have their own take on this and how to choose one of the two my take on pitching innovation to decision makers is a little different i think in most cases of demonstrating innovative ideas it can only be one of the two and the two cannot be interchanged essentially so let's look at both individually and then i'll let you make the choice although fear has a negative connotation here but the meaning is is not negative at all fear selling or fear pitching is essentially looking at a problem and sharing the fear of the management or the receivers of your message that this is going to cause a problem to the company and this is how we will solve it for instance if you truly fear a process or a business model is in trouble and if nothing is done about it uh, it will become worse just communicated in a compelling way and pitch your innovation idea to solve that problem again you need thorough research over here on why this problem is occurring how you will solve it how others have solved it and how something similar has been helpful in a problem like this one point that i make want to make as loud as possible on this podcast is do not try to create fear where there is none if there is no fear just turn to hope and hope that your hope selling is enticing enough for the management to engage into a great example of hope pitching to decision makers is saying things like if we implement the solution i am certain we will increase sales by 6% or 20% whatever the value is right and most importantly follow follow it up by saying here's how and go through all your innovation process how it has worked before where it has not worked and stuff like that and then the, then comes your litmus test presentation this is where you do the demo which needs to have a, this this hope selling side of things has to have a lot of sizzle maybe some great visuals and a clear understanding of what your uh, solution is because now you're trying to move decision makers and shake their world a little by saying everything's fine in this realm but i want to change things around to make it better 
which is always difficult. It is basically an enhancement pitch and not a solution to a pain point. So you have to sell harder, you have to sell stronger, you have to be more impressive for the lack of a better word. Solutions to pain points will develop more iteratively and uh, such solutions would sell themselves to a management team or a client. Uh, but enhancement or the whole side of things, again, for the lack of a better word, need to be sold, in quotes, uh, to, to the business. Summing it up once again, research, test, analyze, decide your intention, select your pitching method and just go for it. Most importantly, if you're doing this at your own company, you will be allowed to fail numerous times because this would be seen as you going above and beyond for your company to find a solution or discover enhancement for the company. So pitch, fail, and then keep iterating that and something or the other will stick for sure. So hope this help helps anyone itching to go out there and innovate at their company. For listeners wondering why I should go out of my way to do something like this, um, I do my job already and I don't think this is a part of my job description. Here are some reasons. Uh, this would help you build trust in your organization. It will help you get credibility that leads to maybe a promotion or more opportunities in the organization. It's a no-brainer that it's also a great conversation for your next interview for a new position. These are sort of the selfish and the obvious reasons to communicate ideas and pitching innovation at your company. Uh, one one reason that I think is most important and most of us ignore is that if you if you have a solution for your current company, it is your job as a part of a collaborative organization to communicate your ideas. They can be good or bad, that does not matter, but people need to hear from you on what you're thinking about, what the solution is. I'm going to take this a step further and call it your responsibility to go above and beyond for innovation. Because if you're one of these people who has good ideas and uh, is creative so it is obvious that you are someone who can come up with innovative solutions to problems and also help enhance the business so um, remember that this this was sort of a skill that you demonstrated in your interviews and more likely than not these were the skills that got you hired in the first place there are ample returns to committing to the betterment of your organization pitching your ideas with a compelling story uh, and doing some good research and content support around it and there are too many processes that can improve. There is no company that does not have a process that cannot improve. So there are too many enhancements that you can think of that your company can leverage from to improve these processes. The real question here is, what are you going to do about it? That's all for this week's episode. Thank you for listening and have an amazing rest of your week. Once again, my name is Akash Amritkar and this is a Consultant's Perspective. <laughs>